this hour by Frederick Remington Fully Cooked Ready to Eat Bacon. Exclusive no refrigeration 10 year extended shelf life bacon. The thickest media center cut bacon in the industry at fullycookedbacon.com. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, hello everybody. Welcome to hour number two of the broadcast. As always, we've got a special guest for you. Now I want to set this up because whenever I say we're going to talk about taxes. I think people probably, their their eyes kind of gloss over and they're like, oh, maybe I'll find something more interesting to listen to. You don't want to miss this hour. Um, this The man that we have with us, he's been coming on our radio and even back in the day, our TV show, for probably more than 20 years, maybe even close to 25 years. And for some people, your mission in life you're confused about it. You're out searching. What should I do with my life? Not Dan Pilla. If you go to his website and read his story, you'll find out that when he was just 18, when he was just 18, the IRS tried to take their family home, the Pilla family home. And that's when he started fighting the IRS and he's still fighting them today. And uh, he has all kinds of tremendous information and books available at his website, taxhelponline.com. And we've got so many great topics and questions to get into this hour. We're not going to help you fill out your tax return. It's not going to be something like that. But there's so many great stories in the news right now to get into when it comes to taxes. We asked him to join us for the hour. And uh, Dan Pillow, my friend, good to have you, you back with us, sir. Well, it's good to be back, Jim. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, good. Just staying. We talked. Staying busy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's been a year or so. I always love hearing your ads, though. Your your ads run during my shows, and I kind of hear your familiar voice then, and that's kind of my way <laughs> of staying in touch with you. Uh, uh, full and fair disclosure, uh, Dan is also an advertiser here on GCN, which is great, you know, because anytime anybody gets in touch with ChristianMoney.com, they've got a tax problem, we always say, go to Dan Pilla, go to TaxHelpOnline.com. Well, uh, Dan, I've, I've been with, uh, with the network for many, many years, Jim. And, and yeah, and you're right in that same area, right? So that right, would well, make yeah, sense. Absolutely, yeah. They're, they're over on the west side of town, I'm on the east side of town here in the Twin Cities. All right, very good. Now, one of the things that I wanted to start with is we make the assumption that the IRS is always correct because they are the IRS. And I'm just a person here in my little house and I get this letter from the IRS and it must be correct because it's coming from the IRS, the big giant government agency, the IRS. But I'll just give you one example. Uh, just this week, and I'm not going to say who this person is, but it is a relative of mine. Um, and they contacted me and they said that they got a letter from the IRS demanding $800 or they were going to seize their bank account and their wages and all of these terrible things. And they were in tears with me. They said, I paid this tax and I have proof that I paid this tax. Why would I get a letter like this? So I said to him, look, before we get all emotional, go to your bank and make sure that the payment cleared and everything. They called me back. It did. It cleared. I paid it. Why am I getting this letter? And they were just so confused. The IRS makes mistakes, don't they, Dan? Well, the, the IRS makes mistakes all the time, Jim. You, you said, you know, a lot of people think the IRS is always right. I will tell you that the IRS is almost never right, <laughs> but particularly when we're talking about tax audits. The IRS's own statistics show uh, that, the, uh, that the audit results are wrong between 60 to 90% of the time, depending on what kind of issue we're talking about. You're talking about computer notices. 
the uh, the General Accounting Office, Government Accountability Office, they call it now, has shown in study after study after study that these notices are wrong plus or minus 50% of the time, Jim. So you, you can't ever simply assume that the IRS is right when you're dealing with these kind of issues. And this young lady has uh, had received nothing from the IRS up until she got this letter. So it wasn't like, oh, by the way, you owe money, kind of like nice letter number one, a little bit meaner letter number two, and then finally you get to this mother of all threatening letters. (laughs) It started with this letter. Is that normal, or or what's going on? Well, and let's talk about these letters for a minute, because you hit the nail on the head, Jim. There's a sequence of letters that the IRS will mail to people that they believe owe money. The first letter is an adjustment notice. I won't give you the letter numbers because it just confuses people. But, but the first thing you get is an adjustment notice that says, Dear taxpayer, we've adjusted your tax return. You said you owe X. We think you owe Y. All right? This is, this is a, 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 an assessment, and you've got an opportunity to respond to that letter. Most people don't know how to respond to it. When you miss that deadline, if you miss that deadline, then they go into a collection sequence. All right? So the first sequence is a notification we adjusted your tax return. Here's what you owe. Then it goes into a collection sequence, and it starts just as a, a, exactly like you said. Kind letter number one. Oh, by the way, you owe us money. A little bit firmer letter. And then the, fi- the, the last letter in the sequence is a final notice of intent to levy. Now, this is very important, and I will give you the letter numbers here because this is the one that's critical. If you owe money to the IRS, they have to send a final notice of intent to levy, notice of your right to a hearing. It it's it's, comes in one of two forms. It's either a, a letter LT11. LT11 looks like a computer notice. Or it's a letter 1058-1058. The only difference between the letters, they're exactly the same in, term of the, in terms of their verbiage. The only difference is the LT11 looks like a computer notice, something generated from the computer, whereas the LT11 looks like somebody sat down and wrote you a letter. Those are the differences. The most important thing about these letters is they give you 30 days to pay the tax or else file a, a, a what's called a collection due process appeal. And this collection due process appeal, Jim, is probably the most important right that taxpayers have when you're dealing with a collection situation. When you file that appeal on time, you take control of the case away from the IRS's collection function, and jurisdiction goes into the appeals office. Now, the written job description of the appeals office is to negotiate settlements with taxpayers. So that's where you want your case to be anyway. So when you get that final notice, you have to execute that collection appeal, and it gives you an opportunity to present what they call collection alternatives. And this could be an installment agreement. It could be a compromise deal. It could be a penalty abatement strategy. There's any number of collection alternatives short of, and this is the key, short of levy and seizure of your assets. Now, one of the things that I love about Dan Pilla is he he explains things very much down to earth. But I also like that if you're somebody that has a little bit of ambition and you want to do this yourself, he gives you all of the materials on his website. He doesn't give them to you, but they're there for sale. All of his books and information that that you can do these things on your own if you don't want to, for example, hire Dan Pilla to do these things for you or hire someone else to do these things. Dan, there's a lot of radio ads running, and uh, I don't hear good things about most of the radio ads where you call a number because you owe money to the IRS. I hear things like, I sent them ten grand and I'm not getting any calls back. Uh, what's the deal with all those companies out there and why they have such horrible reputations? Well, there's, there's two problems with these companies. First of all, most of these companies are nothing but lead generators, Jim. So what happens is you get a marketing company that gets on the phone and they call tax pros, and, they, and the marketing guy will say to the tax pro, how would you like some clients? And the tax pro shrugs his shoulders and says, yeah, I'd love some clients. And so the tax pro pays the marketing company to run the ads and generate the leads. And then when, when, a, when a caller, when a, a taxpayer calls in, says, yeah, I've got, I've got you know, I need some help. Like that. Well, then they farm. They're just forwarded as a lead. Uh, they're, they're just sold off as a name right. and a phone number. All right, more on that. 
uh, the new tax bill. We're going to talk about the new tax law, the IRS taking away passports. Don't miss it. A full hour with Dan Pillow. We'll be back. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris. And if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. What would your life be like if you woke up each morning with new vitality, feeling better than you have in years, and you noticed a difference in your sleeping patterns, blood sugar levels, and had a sense of well-being overall? There's something that is changing thousands of people's lives, and you could be one of them. It's called Heart and Body Extract. Sharon Harris, co-creator of Heart and Body Extract, talks about the positive effects of Heart and Body Extract. What happens with the formula Heart and Body Extract is it's giving the body the necessary vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, and phytonutrients so, so the body will heal itself. And yes, the body does have the ability to balance blood pressure, balance cholesterol, clean and unclog the arteries. It can also work on uh, balancing the circulation for diabetics. So the body is an amazing thing. It simply needs some help so it has the tools to heal itself. Heart and Body Extract gets results. To order your two-month supply, call now, toll-free at 866-295-5305. Order online at hbextract.com. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. listening to Jim Paris live. All right, we are back and Dan Pill is with us. We call him the IRS problem solver. His website is tax help 
www.ryanonline.com. There's a lot of free stuff on his website as well, a lot of articles and information. And then there are links to all of his various books, including How to Get Tax Amnesty, The IRS Problem Solver, How to Double Your Tax Refund, and others. And uh, Dan, uh, let's talk about this, this deal where the IRS is going to actually start taking away people's passports that owe taxes. And uh, I want you to tell us how that works. Like, do they bang on your front door and say, give me the passport, and you got to hand it to them? I mean, how do they get it from you uh, if you already have a passport? And on what basis can they revoke your passport? Well, let's talk about, <clears throat> let's talk about the revocation process, Jim, first. First of all, you have to be seriously delinquent. And the definition of seriously delinquent means that you owe more than $50,000 to the IRS. All right, that's number one. Number two, you have to be in a situation where you have not made arrangements with the IRS to, to deal with the problem. Now, arrangements could be this collection due process appeal that I talked about before the break. That's very, very important uh, taxpayer right. Another arrangement could be that you've entered into an installment agreement to pay the bill. Another arrangement could be that you've entered into a compromise agreement with the IRS where, they, where you actually made a deal to pay, uh, to pay less than you actually owe. All right, so you're, you're, number one, you have to be seriously delinquent. Number two, you've you, you got to be in a situation where you haven't dealt with the problem. In that situation, what happens if you fall into that scenario, and there's, there's literally hundreds of thousands of people in the country that do fall into that situation, uh, then what they'll do is they're, they're not going to knock on your door, Jim, a little bit more high-tech than that. What, what they do is they just simply notify the State Department that your that uh, either taxport application will be denied or your existing taxport will be revoked. Uh, taxport uh, passport. Let's let's, <laughs> let's talk about nice passport. nice Freudian slip there. We might as well call it a taxport now. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. You got to have a taxport, otherwise you can't you can't move around. No, it's a the, the, the IRS will notify the State Department that your passport will be uh, will be revoked or or limited in some uh, some way. Restricted is the word the statute uses. So I don't know what restricted means, Jim. Because like, do you get do you get something though? I've got an emailer here from Dallas that is asking. They're they've got a tax problem from 15 years ago that uh, they went into where they didn't have to pay whatever that's called the the collect. I, I don't want to read this whole thing, but something about where the payments were suspended. Yeah, it's called and, and, and now it's been 15 years. And they haven't heard anything from the IRS. They're filing all their tax returns. They want to know, could they lose their passport? Well, there's two things that come to mind with this individual. First of all, what this person is talking about is that the IRS made a decision that their case, that they are uncollectible because they do not have the income or the assets to be able to pay the bill. What happens is the IRS freezes the collection account and the case becomes uncollectible. The IRS calls it currently not collectible. It's a suspension of collection. It's not a termination of collection, all right? The bill doesn't go away. The IRS simply says, we're going to have to relook at this. In the meantime, we'll put it on the shelf and we'll see what it looks like in a couple of years. It, this, is, this is ironic, Jim, because in order for the IRS to make that determination, they have to specifically determine that collection will cause a hardship. In other words, by law, they can't enforce collection if, if uh, if the uh, if the imposition of collection action will cause a hardship, but that is not one of the conditions under which they will uh, they will uh, refuse to suspend a, a passport. So ah. this is a hole in the statute. But but now the caller makes another point that's very important, and and I got and I got a point to chapter ten of my book, How to Get Tax Amnesty. The IRS only has ten years to collect a tax, Jim. If they can't collect within ten years, the statute of limitations runs out. So this caller has got to look at the statute of limitations and figure out if his tax liability is expired, and it well could it well could be expired. And if it is expired, then he's at no risk of having his passport revoked or suspended. Now, one of the other things that I saw in your press materials was that there's a way to get a tax lien removed. Yeah. Uh, because I hear from people all the time that um, they just had like a ridiculous small amount. They didn't even know they owed it, turned into a lien, they paid it. 
but it's still like hanging out there and then it shows up every time they go to get a mortgage or whatever they've got to explain this like $99 tax lien that they had and sometimes it shows up paid sometimes it shows up not paid on their credit uh what what say you about there's a way to get rid of that you're saying well yeah yeah there's there's there, first of all there's a whole number of strategies and and I talk about I mean if you've paid it legitimately paid well, well, let's, it yeah, you can get rid of it, it yeah first. All right, first of all, if you paid the tax liability, then you have to make an application to the IRS. Well, there's a lot of confusion here, Jim, but, but let me cut through the confusion and just get to the strategy that I think is the best. When you have paid the tax liability, you've got to make an application to the IRS for a release of the lien. When they issue a lien release, then you file that lien release with the county, you send a copy of the lien release to each one of the three uh, top three credit reporting agencies, uh, Equifax, TransUnion, uh, what is the other one? You know it. I, I can't spit it out. Uh, yeah, TRW, TransUnion, yeah, right, Equifax. Right. You, you yeah. send it to all three of them, Jim, and that then goes on your credit report. As Experian, yeah, exactly I think, is, I, I think we, Experian is the other one, right. So you, so you get this, so you file the, now that form, this request to release the lien. Is that like an official government form, or is that something they could get from you? No, it's a, it's, a, it's a form that I outline in the book, How to Get Tax Amnesty. I show you exactly how to prepare it. The IRS doesn't have a formal uh, document for doing this, but I've prepared uh, a, a, a format for you to follow that gets the job done very effectively. All right, now this new tax law... Um, I want to start with this one thing that kind of concerns me, that there's this kind of idea, sort of idea that it's a one-size-fits-all, that as of February 15th, everybody's going to start getting a bigger take-home paycheck. And and I read the law, what the, the changes are in the doubling of the standard deduction and so forth and so on. But I have this concern that some people are going to end up being underwithheld because this idea that everybody should get a bigger paycheck automatically, the same percentage across the board, doesn't seem to make sense to me. Well, it, it, I, don't, I don't think it is a one-size-fits-all thing, Jim. I, I think the, the, the greatest share, well, well, this is what the numbers are, right? This, this is not even my opinion. This is what the numbers are from the, from the tax foundation that have done a thorough analysis of this whole thing from start to finish, that the, the, the bulk of the tax cuts are going to occur in income ranges between 30, plus or minus 35,000, plus or minus 85,000. So in that range between, 30, let's call it 35 to 85,000 of income, is where the vast majority of cuts are going, to, uh, are going to occur. And the range is going to be about 11% on the high end to 36% on the low end. I'm talking about income now, right? So, so those on the higher end of the spectrum will get the, the lower cuts. Those on the lower end of the income spectrum will get the higher cuts. And so there are going to be tax cuts in what we call the heart of the middle class. There just isn't any question about that. The numbers are are are, are, are certain. And I know clear. people will have to look at their uh, allowances on their W two or W four and figure all this out with their tax person. All right, a little bit more on this uh, the new tax law. I'm also going to ask him about cryptocurrencies. Everybody wants to know, you know, are they tax free? Because the government doesn't know what to do about them. All that and more. We'll be back. One out of four people listening to my voice right now could die from heart disease. This could be your last year, and you don't even know it because you don't know the early warning signs. If you think you're safe because your cholesterol levels are normal, think again, because studies show that 75% of heart attack patients also had normal cholesterol levels. Let me introduce you to Strauss Heart Drops, a world-famous heart and brain formula made in Canada. It's time-tested and will give you clinical results in 90 days or your money back. Learn more at signsofheartdisease.com. They are shipping free this month. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. I tried other brands, but I came back to my sunshine. For the best hot or cold pain relief, get the best. Get a Sunny Bay heating pad. Sometimes life can be a pain in the neck or back or shoulder. 
And the best relief for that pain is a Sunny Bay heating pad. Did you know that the American College of Physicians said that one of the best ways to treat muscle pain is heat therapy? Sunny Bay heating pads are handmade with high quality, can be used at home or at work, and have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. Why take another pill? Many people use our Sunny Bay heating pads alone and got rid of the neck pain. Long distance travel or long hours in front of a computer can take its toll on your body. See why our homegrown small business at sunny-bay.com has tried to help people just like you. Get your Sunny Bay heating pads at sunny-bay.com. That's sunny-bay.com. Or call 253-678-1361 for hot and cold therapy. Sunny-bay.com. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Does the current world crisis in North Korea or our domestic crisis right here in America concern you? Well, I know it concerns me. My friends over at Legacy Food Storage have solutions in the event there's the inevitable. What's the inevitable? Civil unrest, a run on your local grocery store. And here's my question to you. If this happens, how do you feed your children? How do you feed your grandchildren? Legacy Food Storage has the solutions. In fact, they can help you implement a simple plan to take care of your needs in the event of the inevitable. By calling them right now, I have authorized them to give you a special 20% discount at checkout by simply using GCN. Call 888-543-7345 or visit them at LegacyFoodStorage.com. That's 888-543-7345 or visiting them at LegacyFoodStorage.com. Make sure you use GCN at checkout for an incredible 20% discount. Don't be a victim. Take control of your life now. We're listening to Jim Paris Live. All right, we are back. Dan Pilla is here, and we'll take some phone calls. We'll take some questions by email. The email is jim at christianmoney.com. Remember the deal that I have with you folks. You can do the emailing, but please always put your city in your subject line so we know where you're listening. Uh, the regulars know this. Uh, you're already sending in emails, jim at christianmoney.com, and uh, we will get to your question. But I'll tell you the better option is to call in because then they can kind of have that back and forth and follow-up questions that might need to be uh, addressed. 877 877- 317-6432. And if you're listening on a Sunday night, we are live right now at 1034 Eastern Time across the country. 877-317-6432 is the number. You'll speak directly to Dan Pilla and we'll get your IRS issue addressed. 877-317-6432 or questions by email, Jim at ChristianMoney.com. Uh, Dan, before we get to the questions, a little bit more on the new tax law. So this is kind of a mixed bag especially for homeowners. So if I understand it right, the standard deduction is doubled, but there's a limit on how much you can deduct property taxes. And then, of course, with the doubling of the standard deduction, uh, you probably won't really need to deduct interest because you're taking the standard deduction and not itemizing. But then interest on home equity lines uh, that's going to go away as as a deduction. But you say most people are going to make out good on this, uh, better give us kind of a a thumbnail of what, what's going to happen this next year. Did I hit all the high points or there's some other things? First of all, the the standard deduction doubles for both single, for, for all categories of filers, it doubles 
for married filing jointly, it goes to $24,000, all right? So, so in order to, in order to uh, have more benefit by itemizing your deductions, you've got to have deductions of, uh, in excess of $24,000, which most people in that income range that we're talking about, you know, thirty to eighty dollars or $90,000, just don't have more than, uh, than uh, $24,000 of standard uh, of, of deductions. And the reason, Jim, is because you, you, can't, you can't deduct your, your, your medical uh, expenses. I, I mean, there is a deduction for them, but most people don't qualify. Uh, now there's a cap. Under the new law, there's a cap of $10,000 for, for uh, state and local taxes, so that'd be your state income taxes and your real estate taxes, and most people don't pay more than $10,000 worth anyway. You can still deduct your charitable contributions, but you know the total of all of these things have to exceed $24,000 uh, to benefit you, and, and in most cases they don't. And, and, and so, uh, and so, so will that make line, life easier for us because a lot of us will not have to do all of, you know, have all these boxes of receipts and all this nonsense. We'll, we'll just be able to just say, I'll just take the standard deduction and file my return. For a lot of people, that's going to be an easier way, right? Well, it, it certainly will be an easier way, Jim, no doubt. But, but, but see, this is, this is, in my opinion, the fallacy of the quote unquote simplification. Let, let, let me give you in a sentence here, okay, what this tax law is all about. It is, it is a tax cut, Jim. That's what it is. The new tax law is a tax cut. It is not tax reform. And the reason I say it's not tax reform is because it did not remarkably simplify the tax code. And in some cases, it's more complicated, particularly in the area of businesses and particularly in the area of small businesses with that, uh, with that 20% deduction that small businesses get. It's a massively complicated process, but, but set that aside for a second. We've got a tax cut here, which is a good thing, but we do not have tax reform or tax simplification, and that's what we told we uh, that's what we were told we were going to get. All right, listen, I've been doing this a long time. You're a big boy, Jim. You know that Congress says one thing and does another. And, you know my feelings aren't hurt. I've been, bottom line is I'm not surprised. But the American people thought they were going to get tax reform. We did not get tax reform, so I want to be clear about that. Yeah, and there's still a lot of like weird situations where you have the home-based business, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, so a lot more people, I guess, I was reading, are going setting up like LLCs now to keep kind of their business activities as like a separate entity from their personal taxes, which I think probably makes good sense for a lot of different reasons. Well, it Would you agree? On the situation, Jim. What, what I'm concerned about is a bunch of people running out and setting up LLCs or subchapter S corporations thinking that they're going to get the benefit of this 20% deduction. Well, the fact of the matter is the 20% deduction applies to sole proprietorships as well. You don't have to set up a legal entity like an LLC or an S corporation in order to benefit from this. And there's, a, there's all kinds of tax pros out there encouraging people to set up LLCs. I don't know why they're doing that. Because here's what happens. When you set up an entity like an LLC, even a partnership, or a, or a subchapter S corporation, you, you create a whole new level of compliance responsibilities that you have to meet because, because now you've created a separate legal entity. And here's the thing that blindsides people. When you've got a, a subchapter S corporation, for example, and you're the sole shareholder and you're performing services for that corporation, you have to, by law, pay yourself a salary commensurate with the fair market value of your services, and now you've got to be on a payroll, Jim, whereas you thought you were, you were just a self-employed guy, you know, cruising along, doing your own thing. All of a sudden, you've got to pay yourself a salary. You've got to make quarterly deposits. You've got to file four 941 forms. You've got to file the 940 form at the end of the year. You've got to file W-2s and W-3s with the Social Security Administration. You've got this monstrous compliance burden that comes out of nowhere for most people, and they don't understand that. Yeah, so so the the bottom line is there is there's more involved than just paying the state 150 bucks and right. now you're an LLC. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of ongoing care and maintenance uh, to deal with that. Now, uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, uh, shut me down if this is an area you don't want to go into, but um, a lot of people, I, I've been talking about Bitcoin. Um, uh, I know someone in your family loves Bitcoin. Right, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, my son, uh, Josh. Your son, right. Son, he's uh, yeah, he's yeah, in my... You gotta buy Bitcoin. 
Bitcoin. Yeah, Gosh, he's, I don't he's even in know my what Bitcoin. Is <laughs> yeah, he's your your son's actually in my Bitcoin class. Yes. He is. Uh, so the what I understand is basically it's just like a stock. If you buy it for a dollar and sell it for two dollars, you have a dollar of gain, and the same short term, long term rules apply. Except, I guess, up until this new legislation people that were like trading that is swapping one currency for another were avoiding the official gain at by swapping instead of selling and going to cash and then rebuying um anything you want to say about any of that well, well i would i would say your, your your analysis is correct jim when a bitcoin is just exactly like a stock it's no different it's not it's not united states currency and because it's United, it's not United States currency. It's treated like any other capital asset. If you buy one share of IBM for ten dollars and you sell it for fifteen, you've incurred a capital gain of five dollars. Now, depending on how long you held the stock, if you held it for less than a year, it's a short-term capital gain, which is treated one way. If you hold it for a year or more, then it's a long-term capital gain, and it's treated a different in a different way. And so that's how Bitcoin is treated. It's not tax-free. It's not a simple, it's not a situation of where you're simply trading, uh, you know, a, a, a half a dollar for two quarters. Those are United States uh, currency notes. They have, uh, they have par value against one another. Not notes, but coins, you understand what I'm saying? They have par value against one another. Just because you traded a 50-cent piece for two quarters doesn't mean you gained anything when you're trading in, in U.S. In US uh, uh, legal tender like that. But, uh, but, but as I said, the Bitcoin is, is different. It's, it's a capital asset. But it, this is a nightmare, though, because, like, the exchanges, um, one of them that I have done business with is in Hong Kong. Another one is in London. And then even the U.S.-based ones, there's nothing being issued like end of year, like you get from your Charles Schwab account or your Fidelity account. <laughs> There's no like documents, and then on like a regular like a brokerage asset, you don't you could have like all of your coins on an external wallet or drive, and it doesn't even really exist in an account anywhere. A little bit more on all this cryptocurrency, then we'll go to these questions. Many many questions coming in from around the country. Jim at ChristianMoney.com and phone calls eight seven seven three one seven six four three two. We'll be back. Hello, everybody. This is radio talk show host Jim Paris for freesurvivalgifts.com. If you're a survival buff like me and like to try out the latest survival gear and gadgets, then you're going to absolutely love freesurvivalgifts.com. At freesurvivalgifts.com, you will find a wide array of survival gear, books, and videos that are all 100% free. That's right, just pay your own shipping. Now, I know you're asking, why is all of this survival gear free? Well, the companies offering this gear are doing so as a way to promote their brand and introduce new products. Check it out today, freesurvivalgifts.com. Com. Pick up one or more free survival items for you and your family. That website again is freesurvivalgifts.com. Check it out, freesurvivalgifts.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed. This year, resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in. Go to faketv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching TV, even when you're miles away. Security is a mindset, and Fake TV should be part of your security solution. Be vigilant, but not fearful. Faketv.com. Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. Fully cooked, fully hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the pack bacon. Or warm and served. Life-saving, ready-to-eat bacon. 10-year shelf life bacon. Ships free at fullycookedbacon.com. Fullycookedbacon.com. 
It's a no-brainer. A Big Berkey water filter is the one you need, period. You need a water filter that removes chlorine, fluoride, pharmaceuticals, BPA, and other endocrine disruptors, pesticides, bacteria, viruses, and much more, right? And does it all at only two cents per gallon. Get the original most trusted name in gravity water filtration, Big Berkey. And now GCN listeners receive 5% off ceramic filter systems using code GCN. Call or click 1-877-99-BERKEY or BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Bitcoin is losing crypto market share to other digital currencies. Bitcoin's astronomical rise has led to the creation of numerous competitors like Ethereum, Ripple, and Litecoin, which have also seen massive gains in value. According to Quartz, Bitcoin made up 85% of the crypto market one year ago, and today it has fallen to 36%. Remember, the only way to win in the casino is to take chips off the table. Call Miles Franklin at 866-485-4346 and let us show you how to quickly turn your Bitcoin into the 5,000-year-old safety of precious metals. Miles Franklin can quickly convert your Bitcoin to precious metals with one phone call at 866-485-4346. That's Miles Franklin celebrating our 29th year in business without ever receiving a customer complaint. Call us at 866-485-4346. Fast easy, safe, and convert your Bitcoin into gold with one phone call. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. listening to Jim Paris live. All right, we're back and Dan Pilla is here, IRS problem solver, his website taxhelponline.com, taxhelponline.com. And so Dan, just to finish up on cryptocurrency, then I've got all these email questions here. Um and by the way, our biggest constituency are the downloaders that start downloading the show uh, by about noon tomorrow. And that's when you'll see most of the uh, action at your website and all that. But in any case, um, so this is a nightmare for, for not just for individuals, but also for the IRS, right? Because like if you have an account with, uh, let's say, Binance, which is in Hong Kong, not only are they not re- reporting to the IRS, not sharing any information with the IRS, I, I certainly doubt they would comply with an IRS order to send your cryptocurrency or cash it in and send the IRS the money. Um, well, well, not well, a, let's, let's go step, ahead. Let's step back a second, Jim. I, I don't mean to step on you, Jim. And no, no, go ahead. For that, but but let, let's step back a second here. First of all, uh, to, to, to pull on the string that you left dangling here before the break, and that is the fact that these guys don't keep records. That the IRS's position is that you as the taxpayer are the one with the responsibility to keep the records. So if you buy Bitcoin on day one and you sell it on day five, or you buy two coins on day one and you sell one on day five and another one on day ten, it's your responsibility to keep the records to show the purchase price, the date, the sale price and the date. It's your duty to do that. The simple fact that some third party is not doing it for you is not an excuse for you to not keep your records. All right? That's number one. Number two, we know the IRS has already served summonses on the domestic institutions that are running this running the bit the Bitcoin transaction. So the IRS is digging into the organizations that are running this thing to the extent that they have the jurisdiction to do so because somebody's got some records somewhere. Now whether they're sharing those records with their customers is another matter, but but you know Jim it's like putting money in, into a US bank. Uh, you know, they don't necessarily well of course in the case of US bank they do send you a statement, but even if they didn't send you a statement Somebody's got records somewhere of the money that went in. Otherwise, who do we, how do we know who it came from, right? So they got records someplace. And so the IRS is digging for those records. Now, the third point is with the, uh, with the uh, FATCA Act, the, the, the Foreign Account uh, uh, Tax Compliance Act that was passed in 2010 was one of Obama's 
uh, one of Obama's acts that was passed in 2010. The IRS and the State Department, well, the State Department, not so much the IRS, the State Department has been putting pressure on countries all over the world to create reporting requirements with the U.S. government. And there are, right now, Jim, there's over 190 countries around the world that have entered into agreements with the U.S. State Department to provide information on financial accounts, and there is no way that a, Bitco- that a, that a cryptocurrency uh, account is not going to constitute a financial account under the very, very broad FATCA definition. So I believe that these records are going to filter into the U.S. government at some point somewhere along the way. All right, good information, and uh, just for our listeners, um, and I make this so clear in my Bitcoin class, um, which is I in no way, because I know some people have have been saying that cryptocurrency is like a tax avoidance opportunity, that this is a great way to make a lot of money, but then on top of it, you don't have to pay taxes. Not true. Not true. And, Not yeah, and we've, we've always said that, you know, from day one. I'm simply uh, bringing up kind of the nightmare side of this, which is that um, the powers that the IRS usually have, uh, let's say somebody buys bars of gold, which they can physically take possession of that and go bury it at their uncle's ranch or wherever. Uh, You know, the same thing happens with these cryptocurrencies because people now all have these external wallets and their computer hard drives. And so in many cases, the really super sophisticated guys, they don't even have an account anywhere. Their account is this little hard drive that they have that's the size of like a USB. But Jim, Jim, the point is somebody's got information somewhere. And with the reach the IRS has, with this international reach that they now have because of the FATCA Act and the pressure that the State Department has brought to bear on all these foreign countries, I don't have the faith that this information is not going to come to light. Yeah, well, this should be, I'll tell you what, your next book, uh, <laughs> Bitcoin is big now, so you could be like the Bitcoin tax guy and all the sure. stuff you just said. All right, uh, coming in from Orlando, Florida, by email, they want to know if income from a flea market business is taxable. They were told it's not well, because that's just, they... That, see, that's not true either, Jim. They believe yeah. it's a... Let me tell you why they say that. They say that the way they look at it is it's like a, a garage sale they're having every weekend, and they're mostly selling a lot of their own stuff, so they're not really in a retail business. Okay, well, the question, well, first of all, they are in a retail business. The question is, do they have gain from their business? If you have a vase on the shelf that you paid a dollar for and you sell it for $5, you have a gain, you have a gain, and that gain is taxable, all right? That's, that's not, now, if you got a vase sitting on the shelf that you paid $5 for and you sold, sell it for $1, well, then you got a loss. Now, the IRS is, and, and, and that's an inventory issue, Jim. These people that are running flea markets are buying and selling all kinds of products, and so these people have a responsibility to maintain an inventory. I, I bought all of these items for X dollars, I sold them for Y dollars, and, it, you know, based, and, and then based on a totality of the activity, I either had a gain or a loss at the end of the year. It's absolutely a taxable transaction depending on whether there's profit or loss. Even if it's cash, this is what it doesn't uh, make any difference. If they're, it's cash or right, not. they're saying here because it's cash, also, and I know you're gonna, Jim. That's just silly. It's just silly. yeah. It, I mean, especially I mean, for people, someone to claim that, I guess, in today's well, well, I mean, world, it's just crazy. Test the reason and common sense. If cash was not taxable, why on earth would anybody deal with anything other than cash? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. Um, Chicago. They want. They have an adult son who has not filed a tax return in, they're saying, like 17 years, and he's afraid if he files one, he'll go to jail, so he's in a vicious circle. He, he well, can't yeah, file because yeah, he'll go to jail. It's a tough situation. It's what I call a tax debt treadmill, Jim, and, and, and it's a very common problem, and I talk about it in the book, How to Get Tax Amnesty. I also talk about in that book an IRS program that allows people like him to come in from the cold without risk, listen to this carefully, without risk of criminal prosecution. Generally, it involves the filing of tax returns for the last six years. All right, you've got to do two things. You've got to file the returns for the last six years, and then you've got to get current with your estimated payments for the year that we're in now. Now, we're in 2018, 
So if this individual is self-employed, he's got to stay, start making estimated payments. If he's a wage earner, he's got to make sure he's got the proper wage withholding, and then he can get back into the system without, I'm going to say it again, without risk of criminal prosecution. All right, this is an easy one for you. Uh, you said six years, and that's going to help me on this question because Los Angeles wants to know when can they go in their garage and throw away tax records they have going back to 1980. Okay. <laughs> uh, how, how many years do you keep? That sounds crazy to me, well, all the way back to 1980, but, you know. Well, you know, that, that, that Los Angeles person's not alone. There's people all over the country, and, and frankly, this is the single most common question I get, is how long do I have to keep my records? And the answer is six years from the date you file your tax return, or seven calendar years, right? Because we're always filing the return one year behind the, calendar, the, the, okay. uh, the year in question. Now, having said that, Jim, I recommend that people keep copies of their tax returns indefinitely, but you don't need to keep the supporting records, only the, the, the only seven years on the supporting records. Okay, that's good to know. I, I can clean out some of my garage yeah, as well. Yeah, no <laughs> All right, Dallas, Texas says here, when dealing with the IRS, do you always use uh, a certified letter or are you better off calling them? And I I, I've had people ask me like this, too. Mail. First of all, I've never been a big fan of calling the IRS to, to start with. And, and, and over the last you know, three or four years, two or three years in particular, the, the phone service and the internal revenue service has gotten worse and worse. We're to the point now, Jim, where the average hold times when you're calling the IRS, especially the phone numbers that are on these collection notices, what we call ACS, Automated Collection Service, those wait times, according to the taxpayer advocate, are over 40 minutes, 45, 49 minutes in some cases. And, 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 and that assumes you're going to get somebody who actually wants to help you. So you're, you're on the phone for 40, you know, 40 to 45 minutes in the hopes of getting someone who cares. I, I think that's a bad move. I would rather send certified letters to the IRS. Plus you have no proof that that conversation well, ever exactly took place. Right. That, that's, you're precisely right. Which is why I've always thought that's the way to go. All right, 30 seconds left. Uh, Dan Pilla, tell us why we should go to TaxHelpOnline.com. Well, the bottom line, Jim, is there's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. I've been in this business for over 40 years. I've seen every kind of tax case you can imagine. I've seen a few you can't imagine. And I don't care what kind of tax problem you've had. I don't care how long you've had it. I don't care what you've tried to do to solve it. I don't care who's told you you can't solve it. There's always a way to solve your problem. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, will walk you through every... And uh, we're out of time. If it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris. And if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the Internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest-priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov.